This is Rhema for Today. If you'll stay with God's Word, God's Word will stay with you. Praise God. And eventually the light will come. And if it ever dawns on your spirit what God's Word's actually saying in connection with faith, you're going to have it made. I stayed with the Word. I said I stayed with the Word. It'd been easy to give up, but I just stayed with it. Praise God. And the light came and faith came and I was healed and raised up from a deathbed by the power of God. Well, welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, The ABCs of Bible Faith, next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now, I'm so glad I learned early. I remember on one occasion... I'd been healed, you know, just on my own faith because I didn't, hadn't heard anybody teach healing. I, you know, nobody on the radio. There's one full gospel program. Actually, they didn't call it full gospel, so I really didn't know it's full gospel until afterwards. On the radio out of Dallas, but it was just sponsored by businessmen, so they just preached uh, the salvation message, you know. Everybody agreed to that. And, of course, announced the church services when people went to the church while they preached the baptism of the Ghost and divine healing and so on, but I never heard that, you know. On the radio, all I ever heard was it's salvation. Well, I already knew that, was already saved, and glad of that, all right. So I had no one to listen to on the radio about faith or healing. I had no book to read or no tape to listen to because we didn't have tapes then. But I just got it out of this book. I tell folks I got healed as a Baptist boy reading Grandma's old Methodist Bible. Praise God for the Baptist and praise God for the Methodist. <laughs> Amen. Always be eternally grateful to the Methodist. He's reading Grandma's old Methodist Bible that brought me healing, and then Methodist furnished me with a good wife. My wife was Methodist. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank God for the Methodist. <laughs> well, Grandma's old Methodist Bible read, read just like any other King James translation. And when I read Mark 11, 23 and 24, it was like somebody turned a light on on the inside of me. But then, to begin with, my head took over and put the light out. The entrance of his words giveth light. The revelation of the word or the light does not come to your mind. It has to go through your mind because you read. But it comes in here. It was like somebody turned a light on on the inside of me. Here. But then when I began to think, well, yeah, but now, uh, you know, I'd heard preachers say and believed them, you know, healing's been done away with, so I can't be healed. The light's out. Well, I struggled with for months about that. But... Some way or another, my heart told me it was in Mark 11, 23, 24. That's where it is. That's where it is. So I wouldn't give up on it. I think most people would have died. I almost did. I stayed bedfast, you see, 17 months. But I wouldn't give up on Mark 11, 23, and 24. I, I just keep repeating it. There was one night I must have said those two verses over and over again all night long. See, go back to what God said to Joshua. The word of this law, in other words, the word of God shall not depart out of your mouth. 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 Amen. And so there was one night, I'd keep saying it, but there's one night particularly that uh, I, I must have repeated or quoted Mark 11, 23 and 24 all night long. I must have said it thousands of times. I'll never stepped a wink hardly. Just, just finally uh, less than 30 minutes. But I just said those verses. I didn't know what they meant. I didn't understand them, but I just, my heart said, that's where it is, so I just kept saying it. And then, 
at those times when I was very low. And, and you see, someone is in the room with me all the time, only one person allowed in the room. And uh, I, I would just say those verses. Didn't know what they meant. Didn't understand them at that time. Hadn't got the full light on it because, you see, of the, my, my human reasoning and thinking. But if I hadn't stayed with them, as we say, speaking naturally, through thick and thin, just stayed with them, refused to give up on it, I'd have never made it. I wouldn't have been healed. I'd have died. But stayed with it. And if you stay with God's Word, God's Word will stay with you. Praise God. And eventually the light will come. And if it ever dawns on your spirit what God's Word's actually saying in connection with faith, you're going to have it made. I stayed with the Word. I said I stayed with the Word. It'd been easy to give up. But I just stayed with it. Praise God. And the light came and faith came. And I was healed and raised up from a deathbed by the power of God. Well, I was just strictly on my own. You know, I didn't have anybody to fellowship with believed in divine healing. Now, I witnessed to folks. I prayed with people that wanted to be prayed for. I didn't try to push anything off on anybody. You know, you can't push things off on folks anyhow. And to talk to some people about divine healing would be just as, as the Bible calls it, casting pearls before swine. You've got to learn wisdom when to keep your mouth shut. Sometimes you just need to keep your mouth shut. Are you listening to me? If a door is open, well, of course, that's a different thing. So I, I, all the time, just as a boy, went back to school working in church. Went back to high school, just 17-year-old boy. But I got people healed almost constantly through prayer, through laying on of hands, through teaching them the Word of God privately, you see, individually, on an individual basis. And I went along that way, you know, for a year or two. Just, just, you know, nobody else that I knew of could, you know, to stand with me or to believe for me or believe with me even. And uh, so I remember that uh, somebody came to our town and started a meeting, called it Full Gospel, and finally built a tabernacle, Full Gospel Church out of it, you see. And they taught divine healing, praise God, and I just went with them, you know, uh, wholeheartedly. Man, I found somebody believes in divine healing. But then they started to talking about being baptized Holy Ghost and speaking with tongues. Man, I drew back from that, you know. My Baptist uh, upbringing rose up. I said, well, I believe in the Holy Ghost, all right, uh, but not this tongues business. And I'll just put up with a little fanaticism to have a little faith and fellowship around healing. Now, I did not believe in this experience at that time, you know, the baptism of the Holy Ghost is taught the Word of God in Acts of the Apostles. But I was willing to overlook their mistake <laughs> just to have some fellowship around faith and healing. You see, here's where we miss it. Bless our darling hearts and stupid heads. <laughs> just because everybody doesn't believe everything just like I do, I can't fellowship with them. You know? Well, we, we believed that Jesus was the Savior. We believe, I'm talking about me and these full gospel folks. I wasn't a member of the full gospel church. I'm still a Baptist, but we believe the two of us, at least, believe that Jesus heals. My church didn't, but I agreed with them on that. We believe Jesus is coming again. Well, they believe Jesus also baptized with the Holy Ghost to speak with tongues. I believe I've got the Holy Ghost because I'm born again, and that is true, all right. I do have the Holy Ghost, but it's one thing to be born of the Spirit, another thing to be filled with the Spirit. I just didn't know any better. But you see, I didn't withdraw fellowship from them just because I didn't see everything they saw eye to eye, or I didn't agree. You see, if we're not careful, we'll, we will withdraw from one another and have no fellowship with one another and, and really the work of God is hindered. The Bible teaches unity. Well, now that doesn't mean that everybody's going to believe every little old cross T and dotted I just exactly right like because they won't. 
because people are at various stages of spiritual growth. It's talking about unity of spirit. Hallelujah. Realize that we are one in Christ and go all out, bless God, to reach the lost world. But too many times we sit down, you know, and, and argue about who's right about this and who's right about that while folks are going to hell all around us. Well, let's get up and help people. What do you say? Amen. Praise God, quit fighting one another. Well, I had always stood alone, done my own praying, received my own healing, and I would always go to the full gospel church every Wednesday night. Now, I was busy with other church meetings. Uh, this was even before I started the church out there in the country. But uh, I was busy going to another church, all right, teaching Sunday school, working in the church, doing, and then uh, doing different things. So, but I'd go every Wednesday night to the full gospel church. Well, there came a flu epidemic. And uh, I, I, that day on Wednesday, developed all of those symptoms. And I decided that this time, you know, I don't know, I could have prayed for myself, I guess, but always had. And this is the only time that I never did. But I just simply said to someone, because, man, I'm, I'm too sick to get out. How Brother Connors to come, and Brother Smith, he's a fellow there in the church. Now, again, Brother Smith wasn't Pentecostal. He didn't believe in speaking in tongues. He thought it was all right if you want to speak in tongues. But he was strong on healing. So I said, I, I said to somebody, because they went, I didn't have, we didn't have a telephone. I said, how Brother Connor and Brother Smith, have him bring Brother Smith and pray for me. I know I could exercise faith beforehand, but I didn't. So they came. Now I'm telling you this, that faith is the evidence of things not seen. And so he anointed me with all, Brother Connor and Brother Smith prayed for me, laid hands on me. And so it's evidence of things not seen, faith is. Well, I laid my faith. Faith is given something things hoped for. I laid my faith, you see, on that to take that. That's mine. Began to praise God for it. They came, you see, after prayer meeting. Oh, it's about 10 o'clock at night. And so they left. Mama said, how do you feel? I said, according to the word of God, I'm healed. Praise God. Well, let me feel of you. She said, oh, you've got fever. And I said, just forget it, forget it. Faith's evidence of things not seen according to the word of God, I'm healed. Praise God. I'm going to bed, go to sleep. Just have a good night's rest. Well, now, that's pretty good for Baptists. I lay down, you know, and it's hard to go to sleep. You know, you're not feeling too well. But I praised myself to sleep. Slept soundly. Woke up the next morning. I've still got about 90% of my symptoms, and I feel terribly weak. Got up, put my clothes on. Now, I mean, this, this flu epidemic is widespread. I mean, it's everywhere. Schools are closing down. But I'm going to visit a Methodist lady. Praise God and pray for her, for her to get healed. Because she's got the flu. So I started over there, walking. Man, it looked like you're never going to make it. The devil said, you're going to fall on your tracks. Strange thing. It's, not, it's almost, I wasn't, because it's flatland, prairie, north Texas. But it's almost like he's climbing a mountain. Man, you, further you went, the weaker you got. It just seemed like you're going to fall dead. You're going to fall on your tracks. But I just kept saying, you know, by faith, I receive faith's evidence of things not seen. No, I don't see it, but it's mine by faith. Now, when I hit the halfway mark, you see, uh, I would say that their house was two miles and a half from ours. And when I hit that mile and a quarter mark, it was just like something come down over me, and every step I took, the stronger I got, till I got to their house, I never had a symptom, never felt so strong in all of my life. Every single symptom had disappeared. I prayed for her and laid hands on her, and she got healed. 
Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer is the six-CD set from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled The ABCs of Bible Faith for the special radio price of $29. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, Let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Honey, next week we are going to be in a Living Faith Crusade in Arlington, Texas. Right. We'll be going back to our home state. Our home Texas. our home territory, that Dallas area. We, that's right. Arlington's on one corner, Garland's on the other. That's where we grew up. Yes, that's September the 12th through the 14th. That's Sunday night and then uh, Monday and Tuesday, Tuesday. morning. Monday and Tuesday night at Faith Christian Center there with Dr. Jean and Sue Lingerfeld. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that because uh, that's our home territory. And we have relatives and we have a lot of friends there. And also there's a lot of of Rhema people in the area. Yes. And I want to invite all of you to come out. And if you know somebody, then let them know about it. We are looking forward to this. It's going to be an exciting time. That's right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on the ABCs of Bible faith. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.